Hey mama, welcome to Goal Driven Moms. Do you want to find yourself again outside of motherhood and clarify your God-given goals? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering how to find simple systems to keep you on track? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel guilty, prioritizing your interests over others' needs? Hey, I'm Gabe, and I too was a busy working mom who lost herself to motherhood. I put my dreams on the shelf where they collected dust for years. I was pulled in a thousand directions with too many to-dos piling up. And I desperately wanted to find a way to create a work-life balance and be present for my family. I wished I could enjoy interests of my own, but I kept telling myself I didn't have what it takes, others would judge me, and that me time was selfish. Until I found out a little secret. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. Yours do too. In this podcast, you will discover how to clarify your goals, how to plan with purpose, and how to ditch your distractions and simplify your home so you can turn your passions into purpose by pursuing your goals God's way. In order to realize finish line goals, we need to be willing to step into the fire of refinement so God can mold us into women ready to crush our goals His way. I've learned to use my interest in running to enhance my productivity and spiritual growth. I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Lace up those running shoes and step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. I know that I have to be intentional in all I do to ensure that I am present in what I do. I bet you can relate. Today we're talking about the dreaded cell phone and reevaluating that intense relationship. I know you're so excited to talk about that cell phone and technology, but you know what? I want you to wake up to your goals, not your cell phone. Did you hear that? I want you to wake up to your goals, not your cell phone. So I have a question for you. What's the first thing you do in the morning? For many, the answer to that question, even before they go to the bathroom, is to pick up their phone that is right next to them on their nightstand. However, as soon as you reach for your cell phone and you check your emails and social media and all the things, you have said no to yourself and yes to everyone else. Your wake time is important for you. It's a time to get yourself ready for the day ahead, physically, mentally, and spiritually. When you say yes to yourself in the morning, you can be better equipped to serve others throughout the day. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to establish a wake time for your phone and I want you to stick to it. Now, what I mean by a wake time, it essentially means when you are ready to pick up your phone. So what time is that? You know, and I don't want it to be the instant you get out of bed or before you get out of bed, heaven forbid, right? And so... Um, Think about when that wake time could be for you. So my wake time, for example, is after I finish my morning routine. And this consists of my quiet time in prayer in the word, journaling, and reading. And then I bring my phone along on my workout so I can listen to a podcast or music. Um, Or I bring it, I listen to a podcast in the car as I drive my boys to gymnastics in the morning. But I don't do anything with it before that. I do sometimes, though, put on praise and worship music softly while I'm doing my quiet time, but I don't touch my phone, usually. So I didn't start doing that, though, until I created a habit of not checking anything else on my phone. But I do love having praise and worship music going while I am in prayer a lot of the time. But you know what's interesting is I know some people 
who won't go on their phone until noon. They keep the morning as work time or getting ready time or, you know, pre being present time or whatever it is. And they don't do anything on their phone until noon. I'd love to get to that point too. I know sometimes that's unrealistic for us, especially as moms, as we're going here and there and everywhere. But we got to think about this and, he, and actually establish a wake time so that we can be present in what we do and be present for ourselves in the morning. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to plan a time or intention that works for you and consistently follow it. Plan a time or intention that works for you and consistently follow it. Then before you grab your phone, take the time to focus on your goals and work on yourself in some way through your morning routine. You may only have 30 minutes in the day, or maybe you get a couple hours of downtime in the morning, but use what you have and don't waste it. And if right now you have no time for yourself in the morning, I encourage you to make some. Set your alarm for 15 to 30 minutes earlier. That's it. I'm not asking for a lot, just a few minutes. You don't have to spend hours, but it's about being intentional to rise a little ahead of schedule and be present for yourself before the busyness of the day begins. It's time to be able to think and reflect and decide what the day is going to look like and really be ready for whatever comes. Now, this is also true for bedtime as well. I want you to establish a routine to put your phone away, not in the bedroom. So put it away somewhere else at least an hour before bed so that you can decompress and be ready for a good night's sleep. Cell phones can actually mess with your sleep and it's really not good to have them right next to you at night. I recently read Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson and he talks in depth about this topic. I actually highly recommend this book too, by the way. I learned a lot of really great tips that I'm using to help me sleep better. So in the book, he shares about a study that was done on some test subjects. And when they were allowed to go to sleep, they ended up remaining awake twice as long after they shut their phones off for the night. And it took about an hour after cell phone radiation stopped playing with their brainwaves for them to fall into a deeper level of sleep. This is a big deal. Our cell phones can wreak havoc on our sleep and on our minds if we're not careful and intentional with how we use them. Now, the argument I keep getting about your phone being on your nightstand is that it's your alarm clock. So for many of us, we have used it as our alarm clock for years. But why does it have to be your alarm? How about getting one of those fancy old school clocks that have an alarm setting on them? I know, it's such a concept. So I actually got one. I have a simple, small, like battery-operated clock that I use as my alarm, and it honestly works really great. I promise if you do that, if you skip your phone and you get a real alarm, you won't miss your phone alarm. And it's super easy, small, you can find a really tiny one, and it works great. The first thoughts you have in the morning and the last thoughts you have before bed actually matter. If you start your day addressing everyone else's needs rather than taking care of yourself and getting alone with God, you are in essence saying, I know I have things that I want to accomplish, but I would rather try to take care of them last when I'm stressed out, tired, and out of time. It matters that we fill ourselves up physically, mentally, and spiritually so we have something to give. Take the time you have. It could be just a short half hour. Or it could be a couple hours, but don't rush to that cell phone and check all your notifications. 
They will still be there later, I promise. So here are a few tips for you to help minimize cell phone distractions. Here are your Thursday tidbits. Number one, silence your phone while you're being productive or put it out of sight and out of reach. When I'm working or homeschooling, my phone is actually up on the top shelf of our pantry and I forget that I put it up there. Sometimes I actually blame my little one for it and the boys remind me where it is and then I, act I have to apologize <laughs> for my accusations. Oh, mom moment, right? Silence that phone. Number two, turn off notifications so it doesn't alert you every time you get a call, tweet, text, email, or whatever you get. I actually don't have any notifications on my phone outside of a phone call or a text. Anything else, I have to go into the app to see what's new. Those red notification bubbles are so distracting and they can be so addicting. Most people can't just leave them unattended. Are you one of them? I actually was one of them, so that's why I don't have them on there anymore. Or are you fine with seeing those red bubbles and doing nothing about them? Turn off those notifications. Number three, go into the settings on your phone and physically see how much time you are spending on the specific apps. It's fairly enlightening and it will alert you to how distractible you really are. While you're in there, you can also add a time limit to your social apps so that it will alert you when you've hit the limit you allow for yourself. So I actually have that setting on my phone and I set my time limit for an hour a day. I can override it if I want on certain days if I really have something more to do or whatever, but it's nice to have that accountability built in because sometimes we just don't realize how much time we're actually spending in there. So check your settings, see how much time you're spending. Number four, take social media off your phone. I know you're like, what am I gonna do in the quiet time? Oh, we'll talk about that. But if you have access to it on your computer, you will be less likely to be on it scrolling when you have nothing to do because the computer is not as easily accessible as your cell phone, even a laptop. It's just not as easily accessible. How many of us in the short moments that we have silence, pull out our phones to check what's going on in Facebook or Instagram without giving much thought to it. We just start scrolling. Did you know that quiet time is actually important for our minds? We need quiet time to think and process. The white space is good. The white space is good. <laughs> I download Instagram on my phone every day, almost every day. I post on it. I check notifications. And then guess what I do? I delete it every day. And then on the weekend, I keep social media off my phone altogether because I just want to be intentional with my family time. And it's a distraction to that. And I don't need to be online all the time. I want to live real life. So that's what I choose to do. Take social media off your phone. Number five, leave your phone in a different room for a period of time. I promise you, if someone has an emergency, they will figure out how to get a hold of you. Think about doing this when you want to be present with your kids or your spouse, or when you want some downtime to just read and relax and you don't want to get distracted, or just to get your mind off the online world for a while. Just leave your phone in a different room. Like I put mine in the top shelf of the pantry and I don't even remember where it is. Just leave it. You will be okay. So now that I've created these habits, and honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not always good at it. I have my moments, I have my days, um, but you know what? Sometimes I even forget my phone at home now. 
on the weekends when we're out and about, as long as I don't need my camera, I do sometimes ditch my phone. My hubby has his, so we can just be tracked down if we needed to be, or we have a map if we need. And I find that the times I do this, I'm more present with my kids and listening more intently than I would otherwise if I had my phone. It's actually really freeing when you no longer are a slave to your phone. It takes time to create these new habits, but I promise you, when all is said and done and you've established a new routine, you will feel so free. You'll begin to see life in technicolor again, see the small moments that matter, and you're, you won't feel like you're missing out online. I actually thought for a while uh, when I started doing this, I thought I was going to miss out. I kind of have a little FOMO, like fear of missing out. And I thought, well, if I'm not on Facebook all the time, I'm not going to be able to keep up to date with everybody or know what's going on. But honestly, I don't miss it. I just dive into those real relationships that I have. And I'm in try to be intentional with the people that I need to uh, stay in touch with and that I want to spend time with. And it's okay to be offline and to miss something because I can go back on later and see some of the things that I missed. It's not a big deal. So my encouragement for you today is to choose one of the habits from the list this week and give it a try. I'll refresh your memory. Number one is to silence your phone when you're being productive or to put it out of sight. Number two is to turn off notifications so it doesn't alert you every time you get a call or a text or whatever. Number three is to go into your settings and physically see how much time you're spending on specific apps and maybe even setting a time limit for yourself. Number four is taking social media off your phone altogether and only being able to access it on your computer. Number five is leave your phone in a different room for a period of time. So which one of those do you want to try today? Be intentional about it and see what happens. I don't think you'll be disappointed. And you know what? I'd love to hear which habit you choose to work on. So take a screenshot of this episode and share on social with the hashtag #RedHotWinner and tag me in your post. Or if you have implemented one of these tips into your life already, I'd love to hear how it's working for you. You can also join me in the online community to dive deeper into topics just like this one as we hold each other accountable to live intentionally. But I would say, don't wake up to the online community. You can come in a little bit later and we can have those meaningful conversations. Thank you for sticking with me today. I hope you found this to be helpful and something you can implement in your life. Remember, I want you to wake up to your goals, not your cell phone. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes as it's one of the biggest compliments you could give me. If you have any friends or family whom you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to share it with them. Also, if you're not a part of our free Simplicity and Motherhood online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.